Two of the moments from my life that stayed, stayed with me the most over time have been my ordinations to the diaconate and to priesthood. What I remember most is crying as I walked in down the aisle at the beginning of those two masses. At both masses, as I was walking in, I was thinking, how is it that the God of the universe has chosen little old me to, to do this and to become a priest? And it was just a very powerful feeling of being loved by God. I hope that people may have somewhat similar experience from their wedding, an experience of being chosen, of being loved. That kind of experience is how God loves each one of us, an experience that we hear about from Isaiah in the first reading when he says, the Lord delights in you. As a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. God loves us so very much. God loves us more than anyone else possibly could. And we need to know that because if we know that love, if we're able to receive that love, then we're going to stop looking to other people and other things to try to fill that part of all of our hearts that's always looking to be loved. Sometimes we can get into some bad places when we feel alone or hurt or unloved. God simply wants to be there to help us receive his love, to fill that place in our hearts. The image of God's love that's used so often in the scriptures is that of marriage or a wedding. A strong marriage is the relationship on earth that is the best example in giving a glimpse into who God is. Marriage is meant to be free, and faithful, and forever, and fruitful. And that's how God loves us. God loves us freely. And God loves us regardless of whether we respond to that love. God loves us faithfully and forever. God's love is fruitful. We are changed by that love. New life comes from it. That's what marriage is meant to be. And that's who God is. God the Father and God the Son love each other so much that their love cannot be contained and the Holy Spirit goes forth from them as the fruit of their love. And that's how marriage is meant to work as well. Two people within the context of freely chosen 
faithful and permanent commitment, totally give themselves to each other and allow life to come forth from the fruit of their union. I fall short in what a priest is meant to be. And I haven't yet met the married couple that's reached perfection in their marriage. Many people have experienced broken marriages. Others among us have never married. None of that, though, takes away what love is meant to be, which is God. If we truly knew how much God loves us, if we're truly able to receive that love and live in that love, then we would be changed. We would know how much God delights in us. We would learn that we're called in response to love each other, no matter what. We put so many conditions on our love. Our lack of God's kind of love has created the world and the mess in which we currently live. Right now we find it hard to even talk to people. God wants us to know his love so that we can live differently, so that we can build each other up rather than tear each other down, so that we can love simply for the sake of loving, not based on what the other person thinks or does. It's no accident that Jesus' first miracle happened at a wedding in Cana of Galilee. God's love is seen most clearly in those moments when we love purely, most ideally, <clears throat> most focused on the good of the other person. Whether we are married or widowed, divorced or single, a sister or a priest, God wants us to know his love. And once we know that love, we're going to want to share that love by loving others. That's the heart of our faith. That's what we need right now. We need to know that God delights in us that God loves us so deeply, that God so much wants us to receive that love so that we can figure out how to love each other. <clears throat>